Jonathan Scott, Vegas nonstop. And uh, working on the camera is our good friend Lou Magello. It's trying to get you focused. <laughs> and, and we're coming to you live from Peppermint Hippo. This is the Hippo Happy Hour. And I want to start with a toast, everybody. I, it's been a long week. I don't know how it's been for everybody, but it's been really long for me. And there was just so much going on here in town. We've got a lot to talk about. We've got some great guests to share with you. But first, a toast. And uh, can you see? Uh, can you see my good Yeah, man, sitting sitting next to me. Michael Cross sitting next to him. Oh, he's on fire. This place is on fire. Sean E. Cooper sitting next to him. A.K.A. Coop. And uh, so, start with a toast. Here's to you and here's to me. And if by chance we disagree, then F you. Here's to me. <laughs> All righty. Well, I met Michael Cross the other day at um, a party that was tied to... Who knows what? I don't, I don't even know what it was tied to. It was a community resource, so it, was, it started off as a charity event, a golf charity event, and right. then they continued on it at the county mansion. Okay, yeah. so somehow I think it was tied to the cannabis convention. Was it? Oh, that, You didn't notice that. <laughs> the fool of the show, basically, beautiful ladies, fantasy love sword, about 17 years, and now I'm over at Burlesque Q at the Alexis Park. The host of that show, beautiful ladies once again. No, not quite topless, but the old school burlesque. But they have a little show going. Pasties. Yeah, yeah. So Coop is just—he keeps the show moving. He does voices. He does acrobatics. I, I think I've seen him do the splits, but maybe I was imagining. Oh, I'm doing James Brown. <laughs> <laughs> what are you doing, James? Yeah. <laughs> Man. How you feeling? So this is kind of a talk show and kind of impromptu. Again, we're at Peppermint Hippo, which you might know as the old Olympic Gardens, or OG as the old gangsters used to call it, uh, at the corner of Walk and Don't Walk. Uh, I think it's the entrance to downtown, but right on Las Vegas Boulevard, and I think it's the only adult entertainment on Las Vegas Boulevard. I might be wrong. Shai Cohen has invited us to come on down here and hang out and have some fun and have some laughs. Talk about uh, Burlesque Q a little bit. The show's over a year now, I think. Yeah, no, we're over um, two years, and it's we started during the pandemic, so it was a struggle in the beginning, but uh, we survived, and the show's amazing. Um, five beautiful ladies and myself, and a beautiful act, you know, um, Pearly Shells, and uh, it's a great show, you know? So now, I remember when we met was during the pandemic, and you, uh, we were streaming with Pete Housley, yeah. and you came in and did your act to an empty room, and I felt so bad that yeah. you know, if you just didn't imagine. have anybody to work off of. Yeah, so imagine that, just doing a, game, you know, just doing comedy as an eight-minute set, nine-minute set with no one in the audience, maybe one or two, maybe yeah. three or four. Now, <laughs> I want to do a shout out to our friend Jim Descuglia uh, from Trading Media, yeah. and there he is. Rock and roll day trade. You don't have to go that spin all the way around the room. Again, Lou Magello, it's uh, going to Torres said studies a little later tonight. Um, We're going live. We are live. Yeah, so did everybody share it? So sharing yeah. is caring. Yeah. Share it to your... Now, um, and Lou, uh, Lou, Lou used to be my assistant like 12 years ago. And, and he, before he poor man. Before puberty. Look at me um, now. And, yeah, and now, I know you... I guess it's safe to call you a journalist, really. Um, yeah, I mean, I've worked 25 years as a journalist. Um, these days I'm doing something a little different, a marketing app. But um, look, I've been covering food in Las Vegas for about 
out 20 years. Uh, well, what's really exciting about being in this building right now for me is the first reviews I ever wrote were reviews of strip clubs. I had moved to Las Vegas to cover entertainment for ABC News Radio. I wanted to write locally. My wife and I were big strip club people back in like 2001 when we moved here. All of our friends worked in Olympic Gardens at the time. And um, I got oh, a geez. job. Oh, geez, right? Oh, geez. And so this room was the very first review of any form that I ever wrote in my life. If I hadn't written about this place, I may never have gotten into food writing, never become a food critic, never done all the shit that I've done. So, yeah, you know, you never know where things are going to lead, especially in Las Vegas. But they usually start with a good time. They usually start with some titties and some alcohol. And a lot of good things have grown out of that. <laughs> titties and alcohol for you kids at home. Trading made easy with a rock and roll day trader. His number, if anybody's interested in day trading, is 800-971-4160. Automated day trading. A robot. Automated day trading. 800. Try not to talk over me. 800-971-4160. 800-971. And the website is Trading Mad Easy. He didn't want to pay for the extra E. I couldn't get the extra D. TradingMadEasy.com. Michael, you've got something. TradingMadEasy.com. TradingMadEasy.com. It's all just starting Artificial intelligence. Winston laptop money. Rap dance money. I know, I know, I know. So it's a holiday weekend, kind of, but, uh, but Michael's a mentalist as well as doing magic weddings, which I found amazingly coincidental uh, in, in our meeting because of a story that was in the paper last week in the RJ. But you guys said, you know, we're on radio and it's a podcast, so magic doesn't always translate to video or to audio. Yeah. So you got something for us, right? Yes. Um, name any playing card. Ace of spades, queen of hearts, joker. Those are pretty obvious, so pick. picks. Uh, okay, I'll do it. So. All right, Al. Name any playing card. Uh, that's maybe a number, but completely Seven of diamonds. Seven of diamonds. Okay. Um, I want you Ooh. to think of any three numbers. Yeah, I'm gonna get my phone out because here's what we're going to do. Uh, we're gonna have you guys ever done prank calls when, when you were kids? I still don't. <laughs> right, type in any three numbers into my phone. We're gonna actually make. A, yeah, we're actually gonna make a phone number. We're gonna call it. Oh, good. We're gonna call it live. <laughs> any three numbers. Any three numbers. In the universe. Any three numbers in the go. universe. Lou, go ahead and type in three more numbers. Hmm. What did Jim do? Well, okay, Lou, do it. I want them to see my finger. <laughs> That's five numbers. There we go. Uh, Lou, type in, uh, I'm sorry, uh, Jim, Jim, Jim. Type, type, type in uh, four numbers. If it doesn't work, then we'll try a real area code next. I think, I think if it doesn't work. I think that's a real, real area code. David Copperfield never said it. It doesn't work. <laughs> 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 that's, that's, that's an area code for free. I just did. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we can hear it. All right, one more time. Yeah. Um, let's, okay. do, let's do uh, 951. That's California. All right, do, do three numbers. Again, we're coming to you from the Peppermint. All right, Dibble. Al, go ahead and type in four numbers. All right, let's try this. Okay. Here we go. Call them out loud. Again, yeah. audio is important to radio. Yeah. Oh, pizza place. Okay. All right, here we go. Well, last time I did this, delayed letting somebody get a freaking life, but, you know, it's totally worth it. Oh, what was it? Oh. Uh, neither. I'm actually on a podcast. I'm doing a magic trick live. Can you help us out? It's not a prank, I promise. Can you help us? Are you ordering pizza? No, no, no. Um, my, <laughs> friend, pizza. my friend's thinking of a card. I just need you to name any playing card in the deck of cards, and it'll be a great help. Can you do that? Uh, just name a card? Yes, he's doing that. Yes, any card, like a, like a hand of poker. Uh, seven of diamonds. 
Oh shit, wow. now we got it. Oh, oh, yeah. That was awesome, man. Good, man. Thank you so much. <laughs> Thank you. Okay, okay. Bravo. Bravo. Did I win? Yeah, I feel like I should have won. I think so. Oh, that's awesome. It works. It works. With your supply of turtle wax, that's turtle wax will light the lust of your car. What would you do for a cloud night? Okay, so if people want to have a magic wedding, what would that be like? Uh, so basically, I do magic with their rings, I do, and I ask what their love story is, and I incorporate, basically, they're getting married in their own magic show. I just started um, a magic ceremony service with a company called Weddings at the Wall. Weddingsatthewall.com. Basically, it's Redwall Studios. It's off a of Desert Inn and Spring Valley, and so you just go there and uh, you can get you get married. And what's cool about it? It's actually a uh, like a futuristic type. You know, Tape Face. He did he did his uh, promo picture pictures over there. I know Tape Face, <laughs> and, uh, and and his assistant Christina Balanic. Yeah, great show. If you've never seen Tape Face, I think it's an era's wonderful show. And mimes have gotten a bad rap. But Tape Face has been compared to the next Charlie Chaplin because he's just amazing. Yeah. He's an amazing show. Yeah. Master of silence, master of timing. That guy, awesome. That so if somebody wants a magic but you also do corporate and you do... Yeah, yeah. I, I do corporate events. I do wedding receptions. Mainly adults. I, I mean, I have some kid stuff, but mainly my target audience is adults. And you have a website? Uh, yes, michaelcrosslb.com. So question, if you're doing Vegas weddings and you're a magician, is it easier to just make it disappear when they sober up? I do know some lawyers that, that I can send them to, but... Uh, it is but, Vegas, you can do a 24-hour divorce one right after. <laughs> right. My question is, do you really want to get married in a place called uh, Against the Wall? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't know that that's the best way to start, start your marriage. Uh, yeah. Or your yeah. yeah, they call it Weddings at the Wall because it's actually done at Red Wall Studio, so... Redwall Studio. So it's a futuristic studio. They customize all the lighting. They have lasers. They have tunnels. They have everything. Everything there. Wow. So it's it's really it's really cool. Everything's customized, and it's all inclusive too. So it comes with the minister. It comes with photo, video, and the video is actually cinematic. So it's not like your typical one shot. Like know, we've got wedding, <laughs> wedding video. You know, like podcast is cool, but for like you know, but so um, Izzo Pro they do the video, and so what they do is they actually make it cinematic. So it's almost like a movie. Anything else you want to plug or talk about? I know we got to get you out of here. Uh, nope, that's it. Yeah, you, you guys are awesome. Thank Great you. trip, Michael Cross. <laughs> so just make your way out. Just come out of here. Yay! Nope, we'll move over. Yeah. yeah. I'm gonna talk to my friend Al Mancini over Excellent, here. Man. Talk about uh, food and loathing and neon feast. I'm glad you're wearing the shirt. I don't have to make notes. But everybody, cue cards, baby, cue cards. Thanksgiving is coming. So I was gonna cue you and say. Do you have any recommendations for restaurants if your family wants to go for Thanksgiving dinner? Kind of put you on the spot Just a little bit. put me on the spot without any notes ahead of time. Luckily, I've been making videos about this all day, right? So um, I was just in, I just came from uh, Black Tap because I'm doing a video for the Las Vegas. That's Vegas. racist, man. From the Las Vegas. <laughs> I'm going to say something. You know, I'm sorry, man. I want to go Kanye West. I'm just saying. Yeah. I'm just saying. Black Tap. Don't worry about it. Yeah, give me yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah, we're doing a video for the LVCVA for some Vegas um, Thanksgivings. We just right, well, for those that don't know, LVCVA is Las Vegas Convention and Business Authority. Yes. yes. This just in. From our newsroom. From our newsroom. And I've got notes as well. Bacardi, Casadore. So these uh, are the so Sir Havana. Right. So half rice drinks, two hundred liter bottles, and and uh, 
Beer buckets. Does it say get the camera when you're talking? Yeah. That worked on my voice. Did that say free drinks? Half price. That's all you have to know. Half price drinks. Happy hour. Five beer buckets for $25. Come for the fight and stay for the girls. I have to plug our sponsor here at Peppermint Hippo. I'll read all these first and we'll get back to Come for the fight, stay for the girls. It's Prochaska versus Texera. I don't, 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 Called Just Incredible. What a, you think he's his name? After Hours Party with the Sexiest Entertainer, Friday, November 18th. Isn't that today? That one looks just today. like this. Look at that poor girl. And again, um, awesome. She's in every picture. Uh -oh. And then Saturday, tomorrow, unless you're watching this later. Or listening later, Nick Ferrer. I don't know what he does. Ferrer or Scam. It's a scam. F e r r e r. Nick Nick Ferrer. That's what this guy looks like. Looks like that. But you know, I don't think people come here for guys. They won't be looking. So I'm going to start that segment all over again. That looks like a younger version of you, Jonathan. Everybody looks like a younger version of me. So we're going to start again with our friend Alvin C. Neon Feast. Food and Loathing. I think I heard from your director today. Uh, your videos are great. I, I, well, I, I've seen some of your videos and they're fabulous. So my friend Roderick says, zoom. Neon Feast is the app. Neon Feast is what I call basically, am I allowed to use adult language here or are we keeping it nice? Uh, keep it nice. Okay, so we call it Yelp without the idiots. Uh, basically, it is a rest. that's the word I was going for, yes. Um, it's basically a restaurant guide put together by only surveying chefs, restaurant owners, professional journalists, critics, people who work in the industry, influencers. So it's called Neon Feast. You know, I know y'all pulled out your phones before, before. Just go on the App Store, download the Neon Feast app. All of you, you can follow along at home. But it is, so that's what is on the shirt. That's what you were referencing. And then my podcast is Food and Loading. And that's where we just get into deep talks with all the chefs. We sit around. We, you know, we talk about whatever's on our minds. So that is a weekly podcast. You get it wherever you get podcasts. I was speaking with my friends. Me, man. Yeah. yeah. Hey, Richard cool. Feminello. Oh, you're still here. I thought you even left the bill. Michael Cross is still here. Oh, yeah. I've got a couple more minutes. In my mind, you were gone. <laughs> yeah, I want to hear what everyone has to say as much as possible. Talk about Richard Feminello from Charlie Palmer Steak and, and, and all that group. And, and what he was talking about is the resurgence of young chefs off the strip. You know, you're Brian Howard, if you will, and, and the young chefs that are the up-and-coming jerks. Because everybody knows about the celebrity chefs and, you know, the Guy Fieri's and the Bobby Plays. Who are some of the, some of the guys that you, you recommend or that you like? Yeah, I mean, I think what we saw happen was um, a lot of the chefs that moved to Las Vegas to work for the famous people, they fell in love with the town. They decided to stick around. They couldn't get restaurants on the Strip, so they moved off Strip. So there, that's where you have Brian Howard. Uh, that's where you have Chef Jamie Tran at the Black Sheep. Who won Iron Chef? She didn't win, but she was on um, Top Chef. Not for long ago. Did really well. Actually stepped down. She quit to help somebody. But um, she's got a place. So I would recommend her. I would recommend um, 
Ediotapas. I don't know that one. Ediotapas is on Spring Mountain in Jones, actually on Jones off of Spring Mountain. It's fantastic. Um, Chef Oscar over there is great, but they oh, also and they also have a second restaurant now called um, Anima by Edio, and that's in the Gramercy, and that's close. where they mix it up close. and do a little. <laughs> Coop's going. <laughs> I heard. I heard. We're all looking. We and you don't want to be eaten there. And we're, it's almost like we're all going to say the punchline. The scene is big. We're, <laughs> we're going to do the punchline. Right? We're all waiting. Anima. 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 It's an anima. And that is a little Spanish with a little Italian. Um, really, that's in the Gramercy, really hopping. Um, but man, really, the most exciting things are off the strip. The arts district is on fire. Main Street Provisions, Esther's Kitchen, Garagis Wine. Um, you go to Chinatown, I just mentioned EDO, Sparrow and Wolf, Chef Brian Howard. Partage, which a lot of people don't know about. It is French food that I would say deserves to be mentioned in the same sentence as Guy Savoie and Joao Robichon and those places. It may not be quite as good as those, but, you know, it might not be right there, but it belongs in that discussion of fine dining, and it's about half the price, or maybe less. And that's right in the same um, Chinatown strip mall, where you also have the Golden Tiki, where you can hang out, and you have Mas Port Favor, the Mexican restaurant that's in there with the cool speakeasy in the back. And now you have Half Bird Chicken and Beer, right in this one Chinatown Spring Mountain Road speakeasy. Half Bird Chicken and Beer is from Brian Howard of Sparrow and Wolf. It's his casual chicken and beer joint. So if you don't want to go for the fancy food, down the street, you go in over there. So that's the kind of stuff we really try to keep you up to date on, on both the podcast and on the app, on the app feast. Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving. Uh, something casual, I was just over there today previewing it, Black Tap, which is the milkshake joint. Why did he keep pointing at me? I don't understand that. <laughs> I do not know. I did not touch that one. But they're doing it. They're doing a Dave Chappelle, eat your heart out. <laughs> they're doing a fried chicken and grease sandwich with... Um, with stuffing as a topping, and then they're also doing a pecan pie shake with a big piece of pecan pie mm, right on top of it. And so what's the name of this place again? It's called Black Tap. It's known oh, for its crazy yeah. butchies. Don't you forget I just that. Yeah. Just yeah. I'm, I'm going out of 12 I'm going out. As long as... Um, so that's cool. They're doing a really good um, Thanksgiving at 7th and Carson, just off of Fremont Street. I love those guys. And they just opened a second restaurant, didn't they? No, 7th and Carson just has oh. one. It's on 7th and Carson because it wouldn't really work with the name if there was one. No, but it's not the, <laughs> I thought they were opening. No, no, just the one place for now. Um, one of the places we're talking Who's about. Gary, Gary Simon? Gary yeah. Simon was about right around the corner from them. He's in the same building. And and that they have many places right now. You keep changing the question halfway through the answer. Anyway, um, so I would send people over there. They've got um, a full, you know, full-on Thanksgiving dinner. If you want somebody to cook for you, I would go to SecretBurger.com. They're they're working with um, Chef John Church, who I think. Well, John was on our when we did. When, the yeah, we did the show together. So John Church is prepackaging dinners, and you can pick them up from him. I would look at that at SecretBurger.com. Also, Chef Bruce Coleman of Soul Belly Barbecue is doing a full Thanksgiving dinner, selling tickets to that that he'll package up uh, through secretburger.com, send you home with it. And, and Soul Belly, I think they do a composer showcase uh, music show on Thursday nights, I'm pretty sure. They do a lot of music in there. Yeah, it's a lot of music yeah. venue as well as a barbecue yeah, place. Yeah, a lot of live music in there. Um, you know, Bruce Kalman, who is a celebrity chef that runs Soul Belly Barbecue in the Arts District, he was from California, he was well known as an Italian chef, 
he became friends with Dave Grohl of the Foo Fighters, and they both love barbecue. And he actually developed his barbecue style with Dave from the Foo Fighters. Wow. And that's when he moved to Vegas and decided to open up this barbecue place in the heart of the Arts District. So there's some choices for Thanksgiving. What are you going to do? It's... I am going to the Golden Knights game on Wednesday night. I'm getting in my car right afterwards. I'm going to drive to California to see my family. What part of Cali? They're going to be doing Palm Springs for Thanksgiving. The so. desert, as the, my friends say. Well, we're going out to the from, desert. From one the desert to another. Our place yeah. in the desert. Yeah. Like, I like our place in the desert because we have gambling. And <laughs> I will tell you, there is a good strip club that we discovered last year over Thanksgiving. My oh, wife yeah. and I got a little bored hanging with the family, and we were looking around Palm Springs. We did yeah. find a good strip What's club. What's it called? I uh, don't tap. remember the name. Oh, <laughs> the Black Tap. <laughs> yes. <Yeah>. Black Club. <laughs> Black Club. But it ain't nearly as, as beautiful as this place right Yeah, again, we're coming to you from Peppermint Hippo. This is the Hippo Happy Hour, a.k.a. Vegas Nonstop. I'm Jonathan Scott. This is my friend, Sean E. Cooper, uh, who's headlining at Burlesque Q at the wonderful Alexis Park Resort and Hotel. And, and you do so many voices. You know, I, I love that when you do Sammy. I mean, I, I'm hey, first. man, I got to tell you, man, it was wonderful, man. I love that Vegas has changed so many times, man, and I'm still here, Kat. Every time it rings, it rings, pennies from heaven. Don't you know, it's like my argument. Pennies from heaven. I do sing that. I do a little bit. But you keep it moving. Is that that's what I love? That you keep it moving. Yeah, it's the old style burlesque style. You know, they always had a comedian in the middle of the of the ladies, and and you know, and, and it just kept it moving to keep the guys awake. Kept them from being, you know, what actually the changes them out of their, their lusts. We may as well plug some of the others in Alexis Park. There's All Motown is at Alexis Park. Yes. There's All Shook Up, which is the only ticketed Elvis show that I know of uh, here in Las Vegas. And I Vegas. think they just uh, joined us as uh, Simply Sinatra or something like that, I think. Frankly, Frankly, Frankly Sinatra. Frankly Simply Sinatra. It's me, Frank. Hi, babe. I'm going to do that show. You should know that. I'm going to do that show. Sammy, you should know me. Hey, man, he got mad at me, babe. That's with our friend you Gary should know Ann. that. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, yeah, they're doing well. We're doing well. We have a lot of And there's Alice in Wonderland for the kids. Yes, sir. You kids watching at home. Uh, the adult version. <laughs> Life-size puppets. <laughs> yeah, full body. Yeah, I think yeah. there's still Late Night Magic. Late Night Magic, yes, it is. Yep, Saturday, 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 And... I think it's her comedy. It's just a comedy show. We still do the comedy. They in and out. They got Don Bernard sometimes. Burner. And then the other comedy shows run. Uh, I don't think we're running right now. Oh, and the I restaurant is open. In Alexis Park. The restaurant. Tell the restaurant. That is amazing. True. Right now we're renovating the, the lobby and everything. So we're sprucing up the place and making it better than before. And that's the Alexis Park Resort. You can go to go to the website and see any of the shows. Or go to Ticket Kite. Dot com if you want to catch any of the shows that come and see Burlesque Q. Great show. Awesome. So that's Coop's thing. That's Al's thing. Jimmy, you want to talk about trading? Maybe you want to talk about our day trading company? Yeah. Eight years now. Anniversary. Can you believe that? Eight the rock years. and roll day trader. Eight years. And what's the problem with day trading? Why do people fail at it? Why? We had a manual software at the beginning. And I've been in the industry for 11 years, and I just I, you know, things had to change. It's the 21st century. So five years ago, you know what we did? We created an artificial intelligence. That sounded pretty good, when it's, especially if I keep drinking that crowd there. Like, oh, what is artificial intelligence? Robot. We created a robot that's very money. But anyways, 
So we created, I created this robot. It gets into a train in a millisecond, gets out of the train in a millisecond, trades better than any human being. And we might be going public next year. Wow. Uh, it's a lot of work. But I, I think about like, gosh, it's five years now. We have so many people that purchase the software. We do live webinars Monday through Friday at 7 a.m. Everybody's welcome to see the software in action. For instance, today, the market dropped. It doesn't matter if it goes up or down. We trade futures. The market dropped. Most people only traded $500, and they made $6,000 in less than 40 minutes. Wow. That's better than the damn slot machine, folks. Do that. Give out your website. Give out your website. TradingMadEasy.com. Free live webinars. Like I said, eight years now. Five years with the AutoSaw. We're in nine different countries now. Name off. Uh, uh, France. <laughs> France. Ireland, believe it or not, eight people in South Africa, uh, Venezuela, uh, Amsterdam, and Austria, and Brazil, impressive, impressive Canada, countries. Yeah. Uh, and of course, our great country here, the USA. America is the greatest country in the United States. <laughs> and you know it. Exactly. And, <laughs> you, know it. and you, know, you know what the best part? I never thought, because we used to do meetup groups before the virus. I would go and have everybody meet us here once a month and just talk to all the people that purchase customers to be nice. I get, you know, I do a whole free buffet like Suncoast over at the Earl Mains at the Boy Gaming, of course. And of course, you know, the virus, we had to stop because there's no more buffets. But my sales rep goes, well, all your customers are here. And I'd walk into the buffet, and when you see people, and we have so many handicapped veterans in the group, right, that can't, they really, you know, are handicapped people or uh, that can't work. So it changed me because I'm like, and they're coming up to me, they're going, thank you, Jim, if it wasn't for you, I don't know what I do for a living or I would never make this type of money. So it's just like, it's like, wow. Let's give out your phone number again. You know, and, and, it, and it changed the whole thing. I'm like, this is why I'm here to do this. I guess I'm, you know, to, you know, it's, it's a small business. You start from your house, you know. Yes, of course, the software costs money and we include the training with it. But it's not a lot of money for a home-based business, you know. But when you see, like, all these, you know, handicapped veterans, like disabled veterans, uh, and from anywhere from Vietnam all the way up to, to, you know, the present wars that we're in, they're, you know, they're coming up to me and they're like, thank you, me. And I was just like, I was so touched. And I never, th I never thought about this business going that route, you know? And then when you're like, oh my gosh, you're, you're helping people make a living for, you know, or because they yeah. know they could not, where would they maybe, you know, be on, it's, it was just so emotional for me. No, it's great. Happened. And I know you do a lot of stuff for the veterans as well. And the number we're getting is more information. Uh, and for the city here, too. 800-971-4160. 800-971-4160. <laughs> Operators are standing by. Actually, we're closed right now. But it's 800-971-4160. We do free live webinars. Anybody can go to the website and look at this for free. And we get everybody. We get every walk of life from everywhere. Midgets? You know? Yeah, I mean, I have, we have little people. We have, oh, a, I was say, I only have, because we were talking about people. that before. I have a woman that's colorblind. Before we, before before we, it's a soft, it's, it's a robot. Before we started, you know? we were talking about that, and I happen to have. He's joking. Uh, 
I was saying, I don't suppose you... You know, were... you probably just got flagged on Facebook. Right. probably going, facts check, facts check, back facts check. Back over the back over I happen to have midget material. Yes. It was like, I don't suppose you ever had a midget go up on you. <laughs> wah, wah, wah. You know, I get, and, then, and then, you know, you can't even say You can't even say that anymore. You're talking about Dave Chappelle. Yeah, and oh, yeah. Yeah, you get in trouble on that one. The nice part was... Don't you think that comedians should be, able, people. should be able to say anything? Absolutely. I think so. I Absolutely. Think so. I mean, I believe in the Absolutely. Let's get blue in here. Absolutely. Everybody. All of us should be able to say I still do. Let me slide in next to us. I still do. I mean, I work blue. You know, I do a lot of cursing in my accent. And, and I do a lot of dirty and, and blue, blue. sexual and, and just craziness. And I was a the audience. And, and I believe in freedom of speech. And I think you know, the way that they're after us, they're killing it. And... And uh, I try to keep it alive. I try to do it as long as I'm gonna try to do it as long as I can, as much as I can, and 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 say what I like. And I mean, I I understand. I also edit myself. I try to not go too crazy, you know. But but still, you know, even today with uh, when I do jokes about R. Kelly, that's a little whoa. Uh, Cosby. <laughs> and the people don't know who R. Kelly is. Yeah, yeah. Well, a young man in, from uh, Brazil had no clue who uh, yeah. R. Kelly was. And he was Jay, going on. And it was James Jones. That's that which I really try to keep alive because <laughs> he was uh, really a big part of it. But when you explained what he did, he was familiar yeah. with that activity, yeah. right? Yeah, and then they get it, and then they understand once you put it with Frank, and then the whole thing. And yeah, I try to keep that whole thing alive. But just the whole thing of just you know, a comedian being able to say and speak his mind, freedom, speak her mind, freedom of speech is is is, is, is going away fast. The old fast. big time. Say hello to our friend Lou Magellowitz over here. Oh, man, I'm off camera now, so. Oh, you are. Well, here, let's let's. I, I thought that was Frank. I thought that was Francis Ford Coppola. Exactly, Frank. Sammy was Jewish, so you could be like one of us. Exactly, babe. I understand what that yay is saying. Let me see that rank. That yay, man, got me. So Lou's got, I don't know what happened to your political stuff, but you've got an announcement, a couple few announcements to make. That's true, yes. I wanted to take this opportunity to announce my candidacy for president in 2032, Lou, 2032, but until then, I'm also running for Assembly District 19 in uh, 2024. So I'm going to be Where is that? Where, where is that? That's a little bit of Henderson, a lot of Mesquite, Moapa Valley. So we're going to do fireworks when I officially announce my candidacy for District 19. I haven't Did filed the cannabis? paperwork yet, so oh, we're, we're, <laughs> barely legal. we're barely and legal in District what's 19. What's your platform that you're running on here? Well, Air? I... <laughs> cannabis. You're getting a haircut. Yeah, we should have more cannabis lounges. I think that's going to bring more jobs to the here. And, you know, Mark Wahlberg wants to build a studio in Las Vegas. Yes. I want to help Mark Wahlberg build a studio, and then maybe we'll shoot a movie in Mesquite. What do you say? Hey, got a part for me? You got a, you're, you're in my movie. <laughs> you already can yes. You're in. I'm you're in. That's you're easy. That's, I'm a Hollywood mogul. It's that easy now. <laughs> and, but, also, and I have a slogan, actually, if you want to hear it. It's uh, from Mesquite to Water Street. We're going to flip the seat. And you know, maybe they'll say it's not professional to launch your candidacy in a strip club, but this is in my district. And I say, what doesn't happen in my district doesn't affect my district. It's Vegas. Yes, yeah. Now, Lou, you've got a new uh, holiday song, too, that you've been working on. Uh, that's right. I, I have a new song. It's a combination of English 
Hebrew and Spanish. It's Oches Locos Noches. And uh, we're debuting it downtown Summerlin, December 21st. I thought we're debuting it right now. Uh, yeah, well, this <laughs> is a, a sneak peek of it, but we're doing the full song on uh, Hanukkah. You guys do it. You want to give me a little uh, tune, and I'll uh, sing a little bit for you? Hare Krishna, Krishna. From the Guadalajara Hare, to Golan Heights, we celebrate eight crazy nights. From Yerushalayim to Juarez, we do what the Lord says. Oches, locos, noches. So, I'm very excited to celebrate with you guys, so I hope you'll join me in downtown Summerlin. Uh, you can't miss me, the hairy Jewish guy next to the 40-foot menorah. So I thought it was Fred Ford Coppola when you came in. I was jealous of his hair, honestly. But so no, it's I, uh, December 21st at downtown Summerlin. That's right. At the giant menorah where you're saying... It's gonna get lit, and so are you. It's getting, we're getting lit. You're here. That's right. Who's <laughs> 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 Lou McGillowitz. Uh, yeah. 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 <laughs> All right. Well, well, just get everybody here. <laughs> <laughs> Again, we're coming in from Peppermint oh, Hippo, which I think started on South Park as a joke. It's kind of a from Spearmint Rhino right. to Peppermint Hippo. And uh, again, it's right on Las Vegas Boulevard. We're here if you want to come out and hang out and say hi. We're going to be here every Friday, live at 5. And uh, if you want to join us here in the doodah room, we've got our own little podcast room, thanks to Shai Cohen, our friend who invited us to come and do this. And happy hour, we found out, from 7 to 7. Hey. It's like a 7 and 7 kind of a thing. And Al has wonderful memories of starting here when it was oh, Olympic Gardens. And uh, we all do, really. I mean, this was the place, you know. And I'm, I tell you, I'm probably the only guy I know that's ever been cock-blocked by strippers. <laughs> now, my wife got to know all the Sue. strippers here. My wife, Sue, is in the room, and she probably doesn't want to be on camera. She got to know all the strippers here so well that when I would come in without her, or one time I came in with a female friend of ours without her, they would go, like, the strippers would come up, walk up to me and say, hey, Al, where's your wife, Sue? Like, yeah. right in front of the woman. I'm like, wow, I'm being cock-blocked by strippers. <laughs> this is like, she's a smart woman for always going to a strip club with her husband. So, ladies out there, if your husband goes to a lot of strip clubs, do the smart thing. Go with them all the time. And yeah. this was the first spot that also, I think, where the men were upstairs. Yeah. Uh -huh. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so they, they said a lot of tea. <laughs> a lot of tea. <laughs> and it's a right Las Vegas bar. It's right, I think they call it the entrance to downtown. The gateway. The gateway. gateway sounds much better. Now they have the new The arch that cost like $5 million for that arch. Wow. Yeah. That was money well spent. How much are arches supposed to cost? Uh, you gotta ask McDonald's. Yeah, they, <laughs> they made a whole thing out of them. I think he could have gotten them to do it probably at a Happy Meal price. You could double the size for an extra five cents. I think next week we should do like famous arches, like a trivia kind of. There's the St. Louis arches. There's the McDonald's arch. Yeah. There's the arches in your feet. I don't know what other arches there would be in the Arch enemies. Arch enemies. Uh, uh, yeah. McDowell. No, McDonald's, the golden The Hunger Games. It's uh, I'm going to be a Democrat. We're going to flip the seat. Democrat? Yeah. Flip the seat. Yeah. Well, that's good. Uh, yeah, too bad Jim is in because I know he'd want to go into politics, uh, and then, then we'd all be scared. 
<laughs> just yeah. frightened because, you know, who he likes. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that, that guy. That, that guy. Uh, any other thing that you want to plug or people can check out? I mean, seriously, I want people to check out the app, Neon Feast. Please download it. We're in the process of updating <coughs> it right now, but I think all the, all the listings are pretty current. You know, these are restaurants that come recommended by people who really know what they're talking about. Um, other than that, I think I may be doing some live events, but I don't have anything to tell you about quite yet. So follow at Neon Feast Guide. Yeah. You know, we've been doing live cooking demos. We've got um, Chef Brian Howard this past Monday came out to um, Element Home Gallery, which is a beautiful appliance showroom over on D Martin Drive. And we had about 50 people come out and just watch him cook. He went out and chatted with everybody, answered questions about how to make dishes at home. So at Neon Feast, we're trying to start that into a series I do of that events. I want to do that with you maybe before the holidays. Okay. I want to do something like that in a different studio. Yeah. I'd love to do that. And, and i got to tell you, I, I love your writing. I love your journalistic approach because you're so much more than a restaurant reviewer. You get in there. I, was, I started talking about my friend Richard Feminella before, where they get in, he likes getting in with the chef and, and talking about the style of cooking and how it makes it different and fusion and, and different styles that are going on right now. Well, thank you. And, you know, the thing is, I always hated being a critic. That was my introduction to food writing was as a restaurant And I know critic. why. Because if you're a critic, you feel compelled to be negative. I always said that well, about Robin Leach. Yeah, my friend Robin. Well, Robin. Yeah. well, Robin was great, but he always felt like he had to tear the place apart yeah. and say what was wrong with it yeah. when you're a critic. Well, you definitely, going for the easy laugh, tearing somebody down is a lot easier to do. Yeah. But the bigger problem with the critic is it doesn't matter whether to me whether one person likes it or not. I want to know if I'm going to like it, right? Mm. So when I read a review in the days that I wrote reviews, it was like some people like garlic, some people hate garlic. I'd rather say this restaurant uses a lot of garlic, not say this place sucks or this place is right, great yeah. because of that. I, don't, I hate restaurants that are child-friendly. Other people with kids <laughs> love them, right? So why am I going to give a place one star because it's packed with families yeah. when somebody else thinks that's five stars, right? So I always try to approach it as a journalist, which is I'll tell you what the place is like. I'll tell you whether they deliver the food the way it's supposed to be delivered. You decide whether it sounds like it's a good restaurant or a bad restaurant for you. Because we all like different stuff, you know? So you're really honest. You're really honest. Yeah, I mean, I just try to try to give people information. So that's why, you know, on the podcast, we, we don't critique restaurants, but we talk about our experiences there, what we, what we, you know, what we liked, what we didn't like, but you may like what I don't like, right? And then on the app, you know, we stay away from the negatives completely because, you know, let the Yelpers do that. They have a lot of fun. It makes them feel important that right. they can tear somebody down right. at a place that because they couldn't get a reservation. Whatever, that's right. fine. It has its place. But you know what? You come to Neon Feast, you're going to see the places that people in the industry love and they send their friends and their families to. That was my only criteria. Where do you send your friends and family for date night? Where do you send your friends and your family for special occasions, for after midnight dining, for good brunch, all that kind of stuff? And... That's really what it's all about. So we're not saying these are the best. We're just saying they're good. And people that know food yeah, like, like it, you know? We like little quiet places yeah. so we can go with our comedian <laughs> friends and laugh. Yeah, like, we've been going to this place called Fat Troy at the Eureka Casino. <laughs> oh, Fat Troy's amazing. <laughs> you like it? Yeah. Well, do you know the story behind Fat Troy? Oh, okay, so Fat Troy was founded by Sheridan Sue. He had worked at Robichon. He had worked at Kumsa on the Strip fantastic chef decided to get off the strip 
Started a food truck, food truck malfunctioned, it was a nightmare. Ended up selling bao buns out of a hair salon on Tropicana, on West Tropicana. I actually brought Julia Moskin from the New York Times in there to have bao buns. Blew up, got you know a lot of James Beard nominations, wow. shortlist. Eventually opened um, a couple of other places. He had Flock and Fowl for a little while. Um, it's and not open anymore? Flock and Fowl is no longer open. But that was his place. He took, the Eureka said to him, can you come in? you got to leave a little bit of the diner food on there because we got our old-timers who love to play the slots and they want their burger or whatever. Yeah. But, so keep some of these regular dishes and then do your thing with the rest of the menu. And that's why you'll see some of it feels like an old 1980s coffee shop menu. And then other stuff is really good James Beard-dominated Asian cuisine at pretty reasonable prices, man. So you've got good taste. What's the chef's name again? Uh, Sheridan Sue. I thought it was a husband and wife. And Jenny Sue. Oh, yeah, we, we go there with our, our comedian friend Dennis Blair <laughs> oh, and his and his, uh, his wife Peggy, and we're usually the only ones in there. Yeah. And, and Jackie Martley came to town, mm -hmm. Jackie the Joke Man Martley, and we sat for like three hours. Nobody bothered us. I love their, their they got a short rib grilled cheese sandwich. Oh, yeah, that is so, that's like hungry now. so decadent, <laughs> so rich. Man. <laughs> that is insane, but yes. Beautiful girlfriend, and uh, Melissa loves the cheesecake. You know, and now that I know you have good taste in food, I may have to send you the survey for the new Neon Feast updates. Do you want to have my pros that recommend Come on over, come on over. Her name's Kay. She called me Superman. Yeah. I give up my seat for you. Right, 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 right over here. No, 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 we're doing the motion. We're doing that. I want to be no camera. No camera. No camera. No camera. Okay. Well, that's no worries. Here you can sit. Here, this is K. You don't want to be on camera. K. Please. That's my question to you. I know she called me. She brought her in. She goes, "Where are you going, Superman?" I'm like, "I'm going to come and cover a second for a minute, just for a second." Just come in for just for a second. Thank you, Pete Housley. Jim Biscuglia, I 
Rock and roll day trading. Rock and roll day trading. Eight hundred nine seven one. So if you want more information, and uh, you steam join us again next Friday. Where's your glasses? At the corner of Walk and Don't Walk here on Las Vegas. You steam glasses. Jonathan Scott. Eat well. Party hard. Thank you, Lou Magalowitz. Lou Magalowitz running for something. Assemblyman in the 19th district. Eat well. Party hard. Have a great Thanksgiving. Oh, 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 I think we've got a sign off now. Me love you lots, Tom. Party hard, my friends. Me love you.